Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Happy New Year! Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. You're listening to The Dork Forest. It is available on all of the websites, and including iTunes and Stitcher and YouTube. And if you go to dorkforest.com or jackiecation.com, you'll find links to all of it. And then I have another podcast with Lori Kilmartin just about stand-up comedy. But this is The Dork Forest, and it's January 2020, so Happy New Year, and feel free to start donating again. That's right. Donations went off last year, and I don't blame you, but uh, think of me. And PayPal will let you do it monthly if you want, but I understand if you don't want, because monthly is um, is its own commitment. But the people who do do it monthly, ha I said do-do. Uh, I totally appreciate that. But there is also going to be new merch. I'm phasing out one of the uh, Dork Forest t-shirts. I think it's the black one. It might be the green one. The green one's almost completely out of stock, so I think it might be the Dork Forest one itself. But uh, feel free to try and order stuff so that I can get those two new shirts on the website, because right now the merch page is a bit crowded, shall we say. By the way, my website is done by Vilmos. You know that. The song that was just sang was composed by Mike Rickberg. He'll sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. And Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio and has been doing it for low these many years. And I genuinely appreciate that about him uh, so much. The new shirts are going to be a shirt with a bunch of my dad's sayings and a drawing of his face uh, on uh, that Jenny Fine did. And Jenny Fine, of course, was the uh, artist who did the Meat Shield t-shirt. And she also did the art for the Horcrux album and DVD. You can get all of uh, my old merch still at JackieCation.com. And the new merch, feel free to email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com. And we'll figure it out, is what I'm saying. Um, I'm going to record a new album in 2020, but I don't know where or when. Uh, feel free to come and watch me work on the new hour at JackieCation.com. has all of my tour dates and at JackieCation on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. There's also a Dork Forest Ranger page that you can get into. Donations, PayPal, Venmo, do whatever you need to do. But I'm very appreciative of everybody's support over the last 13 years. Let's get into some dorkdoms, shall we? Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room with Diane Hong. Well, Hong D. That's your Twitter handle. <laughs> well, Hong D uh, with an at. W-E-L-L-H-O-N-G-D. That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'll see a pattern. You do stand-up comedy. I you do. guys, <laughs> see Diane Hong do stand-up comedy. You have a show down in Orange County, or where is it? In Orange County and Santa Ana. I just moved to Orange County, so I'm still learning, too. But I- I've been told it's Santa Ana. Okay. That's where it is. Oh, well, fair enough. It's in Santa Ana, and it's called Peeps and Treats. And if you go to Atwell Hong D, um, you will be able to find more information on that. And, of course, Valentine's Day is coming up with the traditional... Uh, book a woman for comedy day um so myself i'm not working oh what do you want to stop by and do a set if you want I don't, to i'm going to my niece's bat mitzvah oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah good times I, i'll be in minnesota in february oh, which uh, i can't imagine is a is it's it that's par for the course i usually end up in minnesota around january or february so that's, that should be 
that's cold. a good time yeah i mean that's yeah. cuddle weather i'm sure Aww. like it's a big v-day thing over there no sure well uh, i don't know <laughs> why they're over there i don't know why they're having <laughs> the bat mitzvah on valentine's day but uh maybe it's because that's when her birthday is i don't know when my nieces and nephews birthdays are because i'm a monster uh but i don't even know when my siblings birthdays are so. i mean as or long my as, dad as long as you know that they exist i think right they kind were of like, born yeah that's the important part anything that is the important part <laughs> it only happens once a year how are you going to remember that exactly and really as my father likes to say because he never knows is uh you were just born the once <laughs> exactly and, uh, i was like oh yeah okay yeah. I'm, I'm using that is yeah. what it ends up being i get exhausted with him and then i co-opt it there you because go because it's an excellent defense well my dad told me he my parents didn't believe in birthday presents mainly because they're immigrants but like my dad was always say like when i asked him about it because i heard about it from other kids he's like well we gave birth to you so you owe us a gift that's, and then i was like we're done and yeah, never ask then, anything yeah, again we can be done <laughs> yeah that's my that was my dad is immigrant people as well and so they it's not an issue <laughs> in other countries it turns out <laughs> nobody's having a month-long birthday party oh yeah that's a different thing <laughs> that is a that is a several generations of being an american thing oh 100 sure. i yeah if i ever have kids if they ever come up to me with that i don't think i'd be ready oh my god with the month long the month long they're like we should celebrate no you were born one day it was really probably only a couple hours <laughs> i don't know why we need to do the month andy's birthday is uh, january 29th and Aww. um so so, uh, th- those not all four of those. Presents I was going to say he's a lot of presents. very loved. He is very loved, but he his family has been in this country for like hundreds of years, and so he has this thing that I I don't challenge it because I uh, I didn't never even thought of it before. But he's like uh, my birthday starts when I get my first present, oh. and then it ends when I get my last present, and everyone's birthday ends that way. And I was like, that's weird that, I, it's just the one day that everybody suffered <laughs> to get you out of their person yeah and then uh but okay i mean that's great that he gets presents enough to like you yeah. know it can be based on that i mean i always thought they only gave it that one day i use that excuse with my friends i'm like oh sorry i missed it i missed your birthday i missed that's it i missed I your guess, birthday i guess i'll take you to lunch yeah. i'll yeah, buy like, a cup of coffee exactly i'm like i missed the present window it has to be coffee or lunch now <laughs> right because and i'd ever know because we didn't do presents a lot as kids i never know what to get people unless i run into something that i'm like oh no they would like really like that and then it's no near oh yeah i'm the same way i actually just gave my uh, good friend from like elementary school uh, we had this conversation about how she doesn't clean anything and then so lemon extract like is really good for getting out stains yeah yeah. so for her birthday i got her lemon extract and she was so confused like she forgot (laughs) our conversation so she started putting it on her skin no 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 it's gonna eat right away yeah her like they thought it was like essential oils and so it was just like oh my goodness it was Uh it was bad Context. Context is everything. And I've taken actually with the uh, Bamford used to buy me like she'd be like, hey, I thought of you. So I, I got you a trinket. Oh, and I'm sweet. like, how about you take a picture of it? Because otherwise you're buying me something I'm going to throw out. Oh. <laughs> and uh, so I, that's a good save. We have a small house. <laughs> we have a lot of stuff. I don't need any more stuff. And so uh, I, you know, I buy I buy trinkets for her, too. But I have recently taken it also taking photos of it and going, hey, I thought of you. That's look so at this stuffed smarter. animal. Yeah, this would be some this is a sloth stuffed animal. <laughs> this might be something you'd be into. And she's like, oh, 
that's very nice. I'm glad. And I'm glad you didn't get it for me because I have a lot of crap. So, I mean, we all have so much. That's a very good point. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Well, because it's it's the th- if it's the thought that counts. Oh, my. <laughs> it is literally it. the thought that counts. Yes. And if you're broke, which I am not, uh, I could buy her all the trinket craps and Andy all the trinket crap. I mean, and I do tend to buy him more. He collects these Hot Wheels, and they're only they're either a dollar or four dollars. Yeah, the fancy ones are four dollars. <laughs> so if I see one that he doesn't have, I will get it for him. Yeah, which but- is a nonstop parade of gifts coming at him. Oh yeah, and that's a collect. If they're collecting, that's one thing because they're right. already like that's something that they do. But yeah. if it's something that you know, they're like I have a whole bunch of Hello Kitty stuff because one person as a joke got me like a Hello Kitty key, <laughs> and then people keep giving me, and I don't like Hello Kitty. No, so. <laughs> no, and it's the same thing with frogs and unicorns, and there's a weird people will be like, oh, I like unicorns, and then oh, unicorns. for twenty years you get fucking unicorn shit. Unicorns are so in. They're I down. I don't know what happened. It was like Lisa Frank was hot and then those kids grew up and now unicorns are in. All right. Here's the thing, Diane. Huh? Yes. We've been chatting for six minutes and you have not got to chat about your thing. Which you're is, just so much fun, Jackie. It's well, it just you're so much fun and I want you to like me. So I'm like, tell her stories. Anyway, uh, you're. In, I've never had anyone on the dork forest whose dorkdom has been uh, 90s and 2000s K-pop. It's very specific because that's the only time I really cared. I don't. Right. Yeah. So K-pop do you still now. listen to it? Um, All the time. I'm oh. very into I. <laughs> it's awesome. harder now, though, because like not all. I mean, it's easier than it was back then, because um, back then you just only had CD. I say back right. then, but I'm 31. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, when I was like 10, that's when that's around like the 90, you know, around that and, age. I and was, CDs were the way. Yeah. And that was like the only way. And I was going to Korea. I spent actually a lot of my summers in Korea at that time. Nice. And so my parents were like sending me over there to learn Korean. Yeah. But the problem was when I got there, all my cousins and my aunts and uncles were like, hey, teach us English. Right. And so the only way for me to really learn Korean was like watching TV and then like listening to the song. So I would like find like translated lyrics or like I used to write out the lyrics yeah. and then like translate them or have my cousin translate them. And that's how I learned Korean. Okay. So, so how is your Korean? Oh, uh, terrible now. It's I'm such a disgrace. I'm <laughs> I'm a disgrace. I don't speak Armenian and I get shit for it uh, oh, on the regular. But... I like I definitely still pretend I'm Chinese at Korean restaurants. It's like that bad. Be- <laughs> They'll look at me and they're like Chinese and I'm like, oh yeah, we're going to go that way. Because I have I have an American accent. Yes. According to, and then when I, you know, when I was growing up, all, like all the Americans around me were like, you have like a weird Asian accent because it wasn't like fully Asian. It was just like right. terrible because I, I don't oh, speak. Oh, when, when you speak Korean, you have a, a, um, a you have a mishmash where uh, accent that nobody can discover what the hell you're trying to when I speak English that's where the the problem is when I speak Korean everyone in Korea is like you're American okay and then because they know I'm Korean unless they think I'm Chinese but right. when I was younger it was harder to tell I had a bowl cut so it was like <laughs> really a dead giveaway <laughs> I was very Korean and um they were they would just like purposely like not even oh, pretend understand. to listen to me uh, because they're like you're so American even though it's not like you know I've heard in like if you go to France yeah. and you pretend you try to speak their language they'll they'll work with you right in but Korea, maybe not, not if you're same. not French it, like that's if, true if they thought you were French and with just a shitty American accent they'd be like no <laughs> yeah it and gets very judgmental it's super it, it's weird how judgmental everybody is um, well, you're like 
Didn't you, didn't anybody in your generation want to immigrate? Because yeah, uh, guess right? what happened? My parents immigrated, and uh, we've yeah. melted. And yeah, and that's that's kind of like what what happened with me. It felt like so. That's why I, um, I my parents would send me over there because they wanted me to learn Korean and like learn my roots. And so like K-pop was a, a way for me to do that. And then now, um, and then when I stopped being able to go to Korea, um, I basically lost all my Korean because I didn't use it. And then also like when I was a kid, I would get made fun of and then um another reason like my english probably wasn't the greatest because i was listening to so much k-pop at the time right <laughs> and there was Eng- there was english in the k-pop mm-hmm. but the at i think the english is better now when they put it into songs but like back then it was not correct yeah at all like there's this one song i'm not a rapper by any means but like <laughs> and they would have people from america like there was this not like not rule of thumb, but like a kind of like a thing saying or whatever, where like if you couldn't make it in music in the US, which a lot of Asians couldn't, it was, right. you know, even well, now we're having a hard time. Uh, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it was like worse than the 90s. I, yeah. I think there's some doors that are cracked open. <laughs> exactly. Now, and that's about it. And like imagine, like, you know, 20 years ago, like, it, no. n- impossible. So a lot of those artists went over to Korea mm-hmm. and like they still, I don't know if they just did not have any control, but there was like some lyrics. I'm like, you know, that's bad. But you still were <laughs> like this one. Right. You, English is your first yeah. language, but you let them mess with it. Exactly. Who, I'm like, like who, who are some of the, who are some of the people? Um, so who are the people so and then um almost in every single group okay in the early generation there was one american okay or like american citizen and that's kind of a big deal because in korea you as a man um you have to serve there's mandatory military service ah and so if you're going over there and you're like basically your career is there you're making all of this money from you know that country Mm -hmm. there comes a point where you're going to have to make a decision so they come over there starting off as like american citizens and then i think they either give up their american citizenship or do the dual citizenship thing where right. they, then they have to serve the right. military time um so, and so that happened recurringly oh yeah there was actually one artist so um he's the only person in history to like from last i checked that actually got banned from korea he's from not al- south korea he's not allowed in south korea okay so what happened and this was is a young man this well now at the time at the time he was a young man from uh, Los he, Angeles. From here? Yeah. Okay, from California? Either New okay. York or LA. Okay. So he was basically the Korean usher. His name is Yu Sung Jun. Okay. And so in Korean, um, the last name goes first. Okay. So uh, when I say, so Yu is his last name. Sung Jun, I think his American name is Steve. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. <laughs> right. He, he's, so, he's done having that, kind, that, yeah. that fight. Fair enough. And so he was, he blew up up like he was a solo artist at the time there's more groups so it was like you know like boy bands were a thing so there was a people record labels were making groups so like for him to come out it was a huge deal because he was like the usher basically right right and this is in the early 90s early 90s uh, maybe mid actually mid to late 95 96 ish okay um so he came out and uh he just like everyone fell in love with him dancing good looking like right, right. everything Triple like i'm threat. yeah and i'm i'm very gay now but like as a kid <laughs> now now but as a kid i didn't know about the gay thing it wasn't right. an option i mean i definitely like looking back on who i had crush cr- like looking back, i'm like that's yeah. definitely a crush i'm like oh like i can see but men were actually a little more effeminate like especially in asian culture men are a little more effeminate you know it's very funny that you would say that because uh, i did this uh, tour that one of those armed forces tours uh-huh. and i was in djibouti 
Africa. Okay. And our liaison was a Filipino guy, and he was Faye. Like he was literally he 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 felt like he was from another world. He was beautiful. Oh yeah, right. And he was wearing like like uh, like a pink pant and a and a blue like a sky blue oh, polo. Yeah. And he was the father of six, <laughs> and it, very straight, <laughs> enormously straight, but so beautifully like self aware of like no no I would like to be pretty yeah. and I need to fuck my wife right now. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's awesome. It's but so I have seen that in yeah. in some in 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 Asian cultures. Uh, not as much in America, but no. in, in it's the hyper masculinity in America is that's that's a whole other thing. That's our our thing. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> gentlemen. I'm sorry you were raised in it because get yourself a sky blue uh, Izod because it's, it's so nice. pretty. It works with a lot of skin tones. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so, so the people you had crushes on. Yeah, so I mean, and he was one of them. Like I took a drawing class. I do like I did like a whole portrait of him. It was yeah, yeah. it was a thing. But so like he was the in. <laughs> the biggest heartthrob at the time. Right. So it came time for his military service. So when it was getting closer, he kept saying in his press releases, he was like, I'm going to, jo- I'm going to join. I'm like, I, you know, I'm going to fight for my country. I'll serve my country or whatever. Right. Right. So he's, he's 14. He, is he like 14? Oh, no, I'm sure happens? he was in his twenties. Cause I think from the twenties to like 30, somewhere in between there, you have to do your military service. Okay. So, but what kind of music is it? Pop. It's like pop and hip hop. So, K-pop is like yeah. basically a mix of everything that just is pop. It's popular. Like if you right. listen to K-pop, it's it's probably going to be very popular because it mixes with a so lot of different things. So it could be ballads. Things. It could be dance. It could be yeah, rap. It can be it's everything. And right. there's multiple genres in like one song. Like it's okay. just a, it's a mix, and it's because they take influences from other people. So uh, K-pop became a th- basically uh, music. Korean, South Korean, basically, South Korea found a way to um, make music like a commodity, like something to sell. And so that's like what happened. Like Yoo Seung Joon was going to China. Like they started branching out to other Asian countries. And like, I think they tried to bring him over to the States. Um, But what ended up happening is like right before he was supposed to sign up, he went to America and was like, I'm just going to not, I'm going to have my American citizenship and was like, I'm just going to stay here. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, like, basically tried to come back and was like, sorry. Like, years late. Like, it was definitely too late. (laughs) And then the government, like, basically, he, like, tried to fly back in. The government was like, nah. And then he basically, he turned into one of the most disliked or hated people. He went from, like, Usher to, like, a pariah. Because, like, he, that's such a big, there's still, like, a lot of morality tied with entertainment and mm-hmm. like all of that because the government is very oh you the government yeah the government wants you to be a role model exactly and all these like and- korean culture is definitely different than american culture and just like how things are and so like um you you can see that in the music and then the songs like now with k-pop now so that's why i'm stuck in this time period okay because like <laughs> i I feel like there's more to it. Like it represents more of the culture and like what, um, what it's like to be Korean. And like, even though it's poppy or whatever it yeah. is, like there's still more substance to it versus now K-pop, you see like BTS or like whoever. And it's just pretty. Okay. And like Koreans were very, uh, I don't know if we still are, but we were number one and for plastic surgery. Ah, okay. So we're very so- like superficial, uh, so there, there's been some huge rush on plastic surgery. It's it's a very big deal. Like um, to like look a, cer- look a certain way. Like almost every single Korean celebrity has had plastic surgery. And so back in the '90s, they did not. It, they did. 
Oh, they all they all did. look the same. This is terrible to say. They all pretty much look the same, <laughs> right? But that's a plastic surgery thing, exactly. Because plastic surgery does make. Have you ever heard Dana Gould's joke about plastic surgery? No. It's essentially he said, you know, the purpose of plastic surgery is to make you uh, look younger and uh, prettier or better looking. And he said, and if it ever worked on anyone ever, I would recommend it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, noted. Anyway, but um. The so in the night so everyone's been doing it since plastic in Korea because because of the racism against Asian people because there's there's always been that thing about the whole eye thing that's what the the surgery is the most popular it's actually a thirty minute procedure that's how that's how how quick they got it down I actually had um the I didn't have that eye surgery I had a different one um and I want to clarify because mine was for like actual for medical reasons (laughs) I had too much fat in my eyelids and I really couldn't see as much you know uh I think Amy Anderson had that same one and it was also for medical reasons and she's like it wasn't to make my weird round I'm not trying to be round-eyed get off of me (laughs) yeah it's yeah. yeah it's a like it's a legit um thing but then um it's also because like I think Korean like when they try to make K-pop like more like global right they want you know that standard look of beauty so skin whitening is a big deal like I'm I'm dark for right. my people oh and this I'm like paler now but I used to play a lot of golf and so that's when I was really dark <laughs> and like it, you could have got dorked out about golf <laughs> I got it anyway. you already had someone do it no I did and it, it was, was great it was a great episode yeah, yeah it was a great episode um and so like like the culture in the the 90- K-pop in the 90s like mid mid-ish 90s that's like when it just completely changed it was first introduced like it's it you, music in Korea used to be folk music Okay. Until like early '90s, and then there was this. Until early '90s, yeah. they were still just playing get, some version of guitar, acoustic guitar business. Yes, with like the the um, traditional plank, I, plank, yeah, plank, plank. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. And it was, and it was very, very beautiful, and it's very soothing. And I've gotten many a massage. To it. <laughs> there you go. And, yeah, and yeah. it's um, and it was very like it has to be a, a certain moral thing. It's very like pro Korea or just very like love ballads. It is very specific on what. You you can sing in the in even in k-pop in the 90s the, and then it changed then it with changed k-pop. with k-pop and then okay. there was this first group called sotaji idol which is like now people know as a sotaji and boys is just the translation okay and he basically brought uh k-pop slash hip-hop over oh to okay korea and it was not well received so he performed <laughs> um on a tv show and the judges like gave really low ratings basically like i don't know what you're doing because <laughs> he was dancing and like all of he this was dancing and singing yeah and it wasn't the traditional folk music at all exactly and he wasn't just doing karaoke yeah and then um and then you know and then wearing the baggy clothes that was a big no no like no yeah it, are you Be- supposed to wear tight clothes are you supposed to wear like tight clothes, clothes that fit Close that fit, yeah, because they um, around that time like break ba- break dancing started being a thing, you yeah. Know? So like Koreans, they and it was a um, the younger generation is a very repressed. Uh, there's a very like repressed culture, so a lot of the early like '90s K-pop is from the earlier groups. Is uh, it sounds very teenage angsty when they get to their second album. So a lot of it is like you know like. Um, I know I'm sure other artists do this too, but like you'll like with Lady Gaga and Eminem, like Eminem, for example, 
one song has to be for radio. It doesn't sound anything like it, but that's right. what the record label right, wants. Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lady Gaga, same way. Her la- You can see the progression of her. Like, what you can see is like, oh, you actually want to do this. You're not what your first album is. Oh, I see. And there's like a lot of, like, that happened with uh, K-pop artists. Like, H.O.T. was, uh, so it was Sotaji, and then they saw the success with Sotaji and Boys, and so... Uh, this record label SM Town, okay. or this guy who started SM Town, which is like I think I think BTS is part of SM Town. I'm not sure, but um, basically they turned into three main labels in Korea. It was JYP, YG, and YG is more the hip hop, right. and then um, JYP is kind of a mix, and then uh, SM Town is like pure popish. Just, yeah, just sing along. Yeah, and yeah. so like. Um, H.O.T. was like really happy and poppy. Then you get to their second album and it was like, you know, we are the future. Like this is like we're the oh, young the rebellious. The, yeah, it's very teenage angsty. And these are people in their 20s. Like, <laughs> right. right. But I mean, the thing is, so I mean, that that's that's the amazing thing about it. I think a lot of is you get to see people kind of grow up. Yeah. You know, and. And they're recording it. <laughs> that's the co- it was really cool, and that's what like I I love about that time period is because you can you you see the changes, but also like they're still true to like the culture and like what society is like. It's almost like a time capsule with some of those songs because like uh, like even Sotoji and Boys like they'll do songs that were like against um you know like uh, they actually got um one of their songs like completely banned was censored censored because it was like basically trying to be like you know um it's it sounded anti-government okay and then there was a rumor that started that their one of their songs or yeah one of their songs if you played it backwards had satanic (laughs) messaging sure which didn't have any proof but it was enough because it's you know korea is a very like moral high culture enough to be like you can't listen to them and then it, it they went on break and then so they came back and then by the time they came back they were doing like a lot of like rock punk thing okay like i just remember seeing him um performing he like had red orange dread it was weird like a lot of weird genre things but that's because the the culture it's like a lot of kids like if you um like even for me like i didn't get to experience a lot as a kid so when i got to college i went wild like i was like parties drinking you know what i mean like it kind of felt like that because like in korea too like the kids it's very strict and also um there's a test korea has one of the highest uh, suicide rates wow and that's because there's a, a big test at the end um, when you graduate. Uh, I sort think of high school High school. At the end, it, there's a test that basically determines what college you can get into. Right. So it's like the SAT on crack. Yeah. Like it, it, it means so much where, because it tests you from, from basically when you're a kid, like kindergarten, first grade, all the way up. Wow. Everything. And it's one test? And it's one test. It's one fucking test to see what you've learned in the last 11 years? My cousin, he was studying so much. And this is common. He was studying so much and eating only ramen because that's what he can, like the fastest thing he can eat. Yeah. He started going blind because of all the sodium from the ramen. Oh, Jesus. And like people, like the stress of it, like, um, like there's like, if you're late to the test, you can have a police escort, like the whole country revolves yeah revolves around this test and it happens what like every june or whatever yeah i think it's once a year and it's very it's like 20 percent retake it because it's almost shameful to retake it so people like a lot of kids commit suicide and so like there's a lot what the fuck 
It's a lot that of pressure. That can't be good. It's, it's, yeah, it's not. That sounds bad. But we're great at math. And <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so, the pressure alone will make you just go, I guess I'm going to be good at everything right now. It's, it, yeah. And it's a lot. And that's why you, like, you feel like a lot of the music is like you can feel the teenage part of like where like you know screw the adults like there is a lot of like you know why like like fuck the adults basically right, right. and well it, and well there ought to be uh, at the, at, <laughs> I mean because the thing is is if you like think about it why do you listen to music when you're a kid you yeah. listen to check out you listen exactly. to, to like is there anybody who thinks the same way I do is there anybody who has my back on this and you're mm-hmm. like oh Metallica does <laughs> in my case oh Harry Chapin does <laughs> anyway <laughs> So, yeah. but, um, yeah, so it's like that. So what, um, what were, what are the songs that you'll listen to on replay now? Oh, oh. I, are they second album or are they first album They're, they're like a mix of like first and second, sometimes third album. I'll, I'm okay. really into that you'll because it, it really depends like, cause I, I was going to Korea's during the summer. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm go- in Korea, I'm like immersed in it. And then when I was younger, I was able to like, when the internet came out, I was on the forums all day reading fan fiction. And oh, like, right, right. I used, I taught myself Photoshop so I could, you can make these banners. Yeah. And like, <laughs> they're called what? banners okay. and you're just like collages of your favorite pop artists. Okay. And then like, or I, Idols. They call them idols, um, but like you, you just make me, and it's just, a, and you can put a cheesy quote, and then okay. it's just like, this is who I want to hang out with yeah and like (laughs) so you just make and like people were making them and it was just like a whole a whole thing right um it was a thousand photoshopped images of your favorite pop singers basically was lines going isn't he cute or whatever (laughs) yeah and then there's like trans i learned about transparency all that and it's just like like just weird english broken english stuff that you know about (laughs) love um But like, so it depends on my mood, really. Like, I right. I love I love things that make me sad. Okay, uh, I'm really, and I think that's part of my culture, just as Koreans. Like, it's it, a, a a good K-pop music video mm-hmm. is when you cry. If okay. you're not crying, I I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you're either soulless or that's their fault for not making you cry. Okay, the singer is crying. No, the when you watch the oh, video. Okay. Oh. That's very that's very popular. Uh, there's in romance novels. There's uh, ones that make you cry. I was I was buying one at a Target. Wait, like the sexy romance novels? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That make you cry? Yeah. They're just it's a good it's a good crying jag. Anyway, because there's that's a lot of feelings like horny and crying. I don't know if you understand what's happening in a romance novel, but there's often misunderstandings. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? That's sad. I don't know what the plot of a K-pop music video is. What makes you cry? And what 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 are they what are they what are you sobbing about? Oh, okay. So I'll tell you I'll tell you this one and then I'll tell you about song. So like uh, I'll go. So if I'm like trying to like I just I want to feel. So like a lot. Of the songs that are. <laughs> oh my God, the entire generation going, I don't have any feelings. I just need to cut myself, uh, which uh, is super real. Yeah. And I apologize. Uh, there we go. Keep going. Um, so I was going to make a terrible job. Okay, never mind. Right. I just did. So. Um, so, like, for example, like one of the songs that I listen to is uh, called uh, and that's because, and it's a translation is because I'm a girl. Okay. It's by this band called, uh, or group called Kiss, and it's an all female group. And like the music video is basically like these uh, two people fall in love. Uh, one's a photographer. Okay. And then it's like cute, romantic, happy, happy. And then like something <laughs> happens. And then, uh, oh, yeah. So she. 
what happened was like he needed like they were taking he was taking pictures and he needed to like get more film and she's like i got you boo and then she goes downstairs and like she's reaching for the film but knocks over like something the chemicals oh and it gets in her eye Uh oh oh it gets better and then (laughs) so you know she's move the microwave phone a little bit away before i lose my shit and then so she's rushed to the hospital sure and then um you know they're doing surgery and she's blind and so and the guy he like rides motorcycles and so the cut to him just like riding and just being (laughs) so yeah and just so dramatic and then next thing you know it cuts to her and she's just like walking around like fine not blind Oh, weird. And then she goes to the racetrack. And then there's a blind guy with his little dog. And then he has... And she sees him. And then she noticed that there's a picture of her next to him that he's just holding. Uh Uh-huh. And so he gave up his eyes. I'm getting teary thinking about it. He gave up his eyes for her. She had an eye transplant? Yeah, from him. I don't know if that's medically possible, but it's... (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm so sorry. And this is this is not even the worst. Like this is not and then so I, I'll watch that music video every now and then to like remind me that I'm sure. human. And then there's another one that I listen to on repeat. Yes. <laughs> and then this this one this is kind of an example of why I really appreciate um K pop music at this time because like this one this song I think actually came out in the later nineties, but uh, it, it's a glimpse into our culture and like who we are as as people. Yeah. So um there's a song called uh, by this group G O D. For example, uh, this is where the English does not make sense too. The so- the group is called G O D. It's like an acronym. God. Like God. Like an ac- it's an mm-hmm. acronym for Groove Overdose. All right, right. That there's nothing wrong with that though. When you think of a band, that you, you, I could, is, is I that, could see a groove overdose. Okay, band. maybe yeah. I just thought that was weird. I remember being like a kid and being like, "Why?" Like, because you how know, how would you conjugate that? Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. It's a band. <laughs> yeah, but groove overdose is actually a pretty good name for a band. Okay, yeah. uh, I'll give it back to them. I was judgy at first, but you know, <laughs> you bring uh, up good points. Here we are in the Dork Force safe space. <laughs> name your band, whatever you need to name it. Go. And then, um, so they have this song called Two Mother." And then uh, it's um, that's the English translation of it, but it's very Tupac. Are you familiar with Tupac? The rapper. Uh, I understand he's not dead, but he's dead Uh, anyway. Yes. But when he was alive officially, he had this song. (laughs) He had this song called um, "Dear Mama." Okay. And so it's very much like that. And so the song's about, and it tells a story about how like um, this kid grew up really, really poor, and him. It was just him and his mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day he was just like, "I'm sick of eating like the same stuff. I want something different." And then so his mom like took their savings and took him out, took her son out to this place to eat jajimon, which is like uh, a, a a dish. It's a black. It's a noodle with covered in black bean sauce, which people actually eat during Valentine's Day because it's black, so it matches the color of your heart. Aww. We're we're very. You know, so dramatic people. <laughs> uh, we could talk later about Korean food, which I love. Oh, yes. Anyway, go. So, um, so she like took him out to this with her savings, right? Because they're very poor. Mm-hmm. And then he even like asked her, and he was like, "Why aren't you eating?" And she was like, "Oh, I don't even like it." But in reality, it's because she couldn't she afford bo- one. Both. Yeah, yeah, right. She could only afford that one. And then they opened up the store, and then she was very hardworking. And then it was just basically like he's like singing to her, saying mm-hmm. like, "You know, I love you." Like think like you gave up so much working for me and then like in the video it shows the store everything's happy and then um 
she falls and then turns out she dies. <laughs> and so that song ends with like, I hope you can rest now. But like, it, it really shows like the sacrifices that like parents do the, it's for a children. familial thing. Yeah. And like where, ch- where children are, it's, it's a different level of gratitude or mm-hmm. like gratefulness because like the, our parents, like my parents came over here and like, you know, they worked their ass off for me to have everything. I, don't talk to, we don't talk we don't we just started having a relationship i'm Again. 31 just not even yeah. we didn't have one to begin with oh okay like at all okay and, but i had this respect for them because i know how hard they were working like sure. they worked 24 7 like i never saw them i raised myself that's why i was like only knew how to make ramen i was a fat kid because all i ate was ramen right so it, it really shows like you know what the culture is like yeah you know and then also um Another song that I like by G.O.D. is this song called uh, Gil, which is Road. Okay. And the song is basically, the music video is not as good, but the song <laughs> the song is um, basically, uh, am I picking the right path? Okay. How do I know I'm picking the right path? Okay. And like, you know, being in stand-up comedy, and I, I came from golf too, and I was definitely listening to this a lot when I was playing golf, because I was like, <laughs> what, am I doing the right thing? I kind of don't like this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it's the only thing I know. And with stand-up, you know, like, this is a hard hard path to go so like there's a lot of rejection so sometimes they're like i've been listening to that song a lot to be like you know kind of reassuring me that like i just gotta trust what i'm doing so like i'll listen to these songs because like it it either resonates with the feeling that i have or like it's it's super sad and i just need a good cry right or it reminds you of something you know sometimes it's super nostalgic and you're like this is so i remember like there's a couple of songs everyone your age and a little bit older right now maybe even a little bit everybody's fucking listening to what they're calling yacht rock what's that yacht rock like a boat yacht yeah, yeah the boat yacht uh, the yacht a yacht as a ship that is privately owned by someone fancy now uh but they're all these songs essentially they're the guardians of the galaxy soundtrack right <laughs> so it's like all these um sort of and all they do is remind me that I was never able to roller skate backwards. Oh my god! Because uh, I was there for these fucking songs. <laughs> on oh, and on, a... you oh, keep yeah. on trying. <laughs> da da da. Anyway, it's like that shit, and it's one. That's a one-hit wonder that I happen to have memorized in my brain box, and then all of a sudden you're like, I, I know Kenny Law. Kenny, what is who is this stealing? Dan- what are you doing? And um, and I don't mind those songs, but I don't know anything about that music any more than I know anything about anybody else's music. Yeah. But um, but sometimes they do make me kind of. Um, there was a song that I remember hearing, and this is just a weird you know addendum. But uh, in 1970 or 72, there was um, my life was it was a mess, right? Because mm-hmm. my mother, my parents were separated, and my mother was drunk all the time, and then she died. But during like 70, 72, when I was like five or six years old, I raised myself. I was alone most of the time. I have five older siblings, but they were busy raising themselves and yeah. they would they would check in with me. They were not monsters. <laughs> Everyone mostly checked in with me. Uh, but when I was, you know, four to like six, the songs came out and one of them was Candyman. Uh, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. sang yeah. a song called Candyman and then Rhinestone Cowboy. Um, and I... I love those songs so much. And so I used to, when I was like in my teens and my mother had passed away and my father had remarried and my stepmother. And so it's the late seventies and I'm supposed to be caring about 
Andy Gibb or it's the middle eighties and I'm supposed to be caring about ecstasy and, you know, (laughs) and and all this other stuff. And I'm, and I don't, but I would hear like one of those songs and I would literally just sit there and happily cry and uh, just nostalgically cry. That's yeah. And that's that's what, you know, and that's what kind of it is. Right. Yeah, um, for sure. Because it it does take me back to that time where I just, I, things made a little more sense. I mean, I think that's always like the thing about nostalgia is just like, you know, it, it's nice to think like in at the time, I'm sure I was like completely lost. No idea what I'm doing. But like looking back, I'm like, life was simpler. It probably wasn't. But, you know, no, you remember I the do good a, things. I do a joke about how everyone says it was a, there's every generation has a simpler time, jackass. Uh, it was like because uh, it was like it's a simpler time when I was a kid. Things were easier. It was a simpler yeah. time. And the reason is, of course, is because we were children. That's true. It should have been a simpler time. Exactly. If it was not a simpler time, it means you were working in a sock factory in Hong Kong <laughs> and you were 11. And that was sad. So uh, please, uh, I pray for the simpler time. Anyway, oh, yeah. so. Oh, I want to show you yeah. about my, my fan. So I actually went to my parents' house and I found these, like, these are called diaries and they're plan- <laughs> They're actually planners. Okay. But they're this is from 98. But the, this is what I mean. So this is H-O-T. Okay. And like, you see how they're a are little Are they hot? Fun. Um, it stands for high five of teenagers. <laughs> high five of teenagers. Yeah. See, I don't understand. The God one is fine. High <laughs> five of teenagers is a mess. But this was the this was the group. Okay. This was this is actually I think from their second album. But that was the group after there's so five Tegi. of them. Ex- right. And, and they, like and, and they are all they have teenagers. Like a, I honestly don't remember. I don't think they were. Probably, they look very young. I mean, but we all do. Right. <laughs> it's kind of like built in. But like, so each, each, and each group, everyone has a role. So like, okay, this one is Tony. He's from America. I think he was like singer, like rapper. Um, I think that's Uyok, and he's the dancer. Jaewon is the um, youngest one, which is a role for some weird reason. Okay. Heejun is the leader. Typically, that's the older one. Yeah. Um, they also have to sing very well. And then, um, but the other, so there's the singer who has to sing well. The leader typically is sing, uh, sings it's, well. The younger one and the one that might be a dancer just really has to be pretty. Okay. There's some people, like you'll see the groups and some of them, they have no talent besides just being pretty. Okay. Which is perfectly fine. That is fine. To as long as own. someone can. Exactly. As long as someone can sing. And that happens. And then Kangta, he was like basically the Justin Timberlake of the group. Oh, and he wrote all the songs? Uh, I don't I don't think any of them, actually. Um, he was like the singer, the talented ones. And he went solo. And like he was the big one that like Oh, he almost, was the breakout star. Yeah. Like everyone okay. like had the biggest crush on him. So he's the American. He was the American. One guy's the American. One, one guy's the youngest. Yes. One guy's the dancer. Mm-hmm. This guy's the leader who's also a singer. And then this guy's the fancy singer. This guy's the yeah, lead singer. The lead singer. And yeah. then the leader usually, he wrote, so actually, which was really cool, he actually wrote, um, he when he started being able to do more of the, his own thing, uh, you can see a lot of his stuff is a little more darker, a okay. little more ballad Um, I think third or fourth album they came out with, one of the, the title tracks was... Um, the lead singles was uh, Outside Castle. And it was basically about uh, how society treats um, disabled people. Oh, interesting. And like how we should treat them better and not treat them as like less than people just because they're disabled or whatever. And that's the lead singer guy? Uh, No, that's him that wrote the song. The leader guy. Yeah, and then they actually in the... So in Korea, there was um, two or three main... TV shows. Uh, there was Music Bank, SBS, uh, Inkigayo, which is like popular music. That's the translation for that. And I okay. can't remember the third one. Uh, it wasn't that good. And are they contests or are they just performance? So this is 
different musically this is different than what is provided in america their performances where people can go vote so they're like it was, i think it was like weekly or a couple nights a week where like these singers like popular singers were just like performing their singles and this is how they promote okay. so they don't actually like they'll do their own like concert concert but yeah. they, this is like a performance how everyone like sees them and right. like and sees the dances like, go buy this single yeah and then yeah. choreographed dancers are big in Korea yeah. like people love that they'll memorize a dance the song whatever um, and so when they came out and released that Outside Castle single they actually put sign language in the performance in the choreography oh okay yeah so it was like it's like that stuff like that's the type of stuff that like old K-pop has versus like now is just I don't after like what people see with Gangnam Style when that came out and yeah. it basically put K-pop on the map and it wasn't um, like Korea's first attempt on bringing artists over right um, but it's the one that blew up because the music video was just so what ridiculous. What was it called? Um, Gangnam Style, the one with Sai. Nah, I got nothing. You don't remember? It was no. like the for it was like the YouTube video like did got like a billion hits. A billion? A billion? It's at like three point <laughs> four or five billion right now. Gundam. Gangnam Style. Oh, okay. Most people pronounce it Gangnam Style. Okay. That's the American way of sure, saying it. Sure, sure. But, um... Is it just dance, mostly? Like, what's... Uh, I honestly can't... It, it's it's an event you need to see. It's okay. hard to describe because there's just so much happening, but the dance became popular. It was okay. like this, like, riding the pony thing. Oh, wait a minute. I was, yeah. at, a, I was, at, a, I was at a wedding where uh, people did it. Yeah. <laughs> did the dance. How about that? So, <laughs> our people are so proud. <laughs> exactly. We do so much. Yeah, you perfected so little. Yeah. So much. So... That's um that's kind of like what and that song itself is actually a, a critique a social critique on like the city of Gangnam which is kind of like just over like super bougie and it's a okay. critique on that but no one knows or no one cares and now you see BTS which is just like pretty it's just okay. so many things and I so honestly, it even went like further like sh more shallow slightly more shallow yeah and that's because it, even that Gundam thing was um had some social commentary yeah and but uh, no one in america cares about that right but that's where the money is and right. so like it it definitely has changed but then you know like back like we're talking about like outside castle or like songs were like with road or like two mother like all those things like that's that's where my heart is like right, where right. i just like i i feel the meeting even though i don't understand it anymore and like my korean is terrible um, right but if you were back and if you went to korea you would get immersed and it would be oh, fine oh yeah take I a second like to, but i would like to think so i'd like to have faith when in was me, the last but... time you were <laughs> i would like to have faith in me you should totally have faith in you thank you <laughs> oh i'll try to work on that <laughs> oh my god yeah i would love to care if i was still trying yes anyway so uh when was the last time you were in korea uh i want to say like 2008 or 2009 okay and then that's when i had um what surgery did I have? Oh, I think I had like part, like there was like uh, some like something with my neck. And so they like had to take some of that out, but it was over the winter. And then that, I got a little bit back into K-pop. You went to Korea, South Korea for surgery? Uh, my family over there, they're all doctors. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. So they're like, so they see you and they're like, I wonder what we... Pretty much. Because, <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. They're it's... like, oh, we should probably fix this Everything. Up. Everything needs to be fixed. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, because um, that's what, yeah, Korea is very like, you know, it's very superficial. Like, I don't think, like, maybe now I could fit into some clothes. Because, I flew like... Korean Air and oh. the uh, the stewardesses, the... Yeah. The, 
flight attendants uh-huh. were genuinely the best looking people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I mean, and not by to the make way, assumptions. they probably had surgery. Uh, well, they all looked almost exactly the same, <laughs> like body type wise. Yeah, that's a- it was like you're like, oh, I'm sorry, you all have to be 112 yeah. pounds, 120 pounds, or whatever it is, right? And um, and they were super. They were nice. They were perfectly nice women, but um, I was like, because I do, I love. Uh, Okay, wait, is there another one? Oh, no, this. this one is like, it's just the same thing pretty much. But it's like, this. someone told me it was a c- cartoon version of Kangta, but I wanted to show you like the English. Yeah. It says, live for yourself. It's wonderful what you can live in the... Oh, that one's fine. Um, <laughs> well, it's a little bit I was of a looking, mess, but, yeah, but it is uh, a meme. So what are you going to... Or it is like, a it's, And I'm like 10 years old and it's just, I just want you to know that I will always love you. Like these kind of things are just a little weird. Um, oh, like but, little pep talks? Uh, just make... Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. Okay. I think I don't that's know. lyrics. That's <laughs> no. actually Beatles, isn't it? Oh, is it? It might be. That makes more sense. Because I'm like thinking like, why are they putting these weird ass things? Like, I'll try to find the other one that was super. Oh, well, yeah. Once a upon th- a time lived Cinderella in the town. What does that have to do with any of this? It doesn't have anything Right? Like, it do. doesn't make They're sense. Like, but We got um, to fill up another month. <laughs> there was, oh, <laughs> like, for example, like, there was a song uh, called Only One by this group called Shinha. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Shinha, like, the rapper, uh, the American guy, I this is where I'm like, I'm not a rapper at all. But it, it was like, you're the girl with the, I think it was like you're the girl with the ice and the jewels and uh and like I see you over there popping pills and then that was like the rap that was the whole thing like with a couple other us in there but like essentially that was <laughs> it, it doesn't rhyme it doesn't make sense <laughs> but like in the song like two Koreans it sounds good because it probably uh, with the syllables and like the okay. way so it sounds good but it's like I'm ten years old and you're rapping about a girl that you see popping pills but then you're in love with her like. Right, right. What is it? Should I go get some pills? It was a very a, yeah. It was a very weird. Uh, yeah, the message feeling. there is not a good message. Yeah. I would like to tell the Rangers, please do not <laughs> pop pills for any reason unless they are prescribed. Exactly. And, oh, but so like about the like superficial thing. There was yeah. actually uh so there was a, a trend in like the early two thousands with the some of the groups that started coming out. So there was one group called Brown Eyes that um didn't release what they looked like for the first album two albums maybe what yeah somehow because so in korea um if you're a k-pop idol it's your life is over like you have no social life oh right because you can't go outside it's they will just mob possible and then if you like if there's any hints you're dating anyone even if it's like another famous celebrity yeah they're getting death threats like it's that bad oh my god you're and like, like you don't get to have a life. No, I get to only imagine as how great you are. It feels vaguely Hunger Games. It's. It I is. wonder if the woman who read, wrote the Hunger Games was into K-pop. I feel like uh, we deserve credit now. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but like, uh, my cousin used to live um, around the corner from uh, SM Town, which is that big label, and okay. you can just see writings on the wall, literally, oh, like, like graffiti. Not. Not technically graffiti because I don't think they're it was legal, mm-hmm. but um, it was just like writing notes to the singers and like oh, and they, essentially it was allowed though because you're just like this is great advertising. You can't do anything about it. I mean, right. I'm sure they don't want it there because the people they're like even the during the day like because I went during my winter break and so I was just walking around, but like during school time, like people were like just standing outside waiting, hoping to catch a glimpse of people. Okay, like people like camp out there just to like hope to see somebody wow like it's 
it's pretty it's it's really That's bad intense. so i think that was also and then they were trying to be like oh don't focus on what i look like like focus on like the song so mm-hmm. they um then it became a big deal because one of them actually was uh an is an artist and so he like did a sketch and then they were like this is us and that's and they didn't actually perform for like w- years later after that okay and then there was this group called um uh excuse me big mama and then this music video is also very very great i think this music <laughs> video is really great awesome so what it's it, it's like set in like a nightclub so their uh debut song was called breakaway and it okay. was set in this uh like kind of nightclub like jazzy type of vibe right like mm-hmm. people are smoking cigarettes that type of thing sure. and then you see these like four like probably standard beautiful woman they're okay. skinny they have that face right and they're singing <laughs> okay. and then you just see the guys just like nodding like approvingly and like yeah. this is what we want and then you see and then like towards the end of the song and then there's a random break dancer of course because you course. have to have dancing in k-pop music videos if you don't it's not a real video right. and then <laughs> we need to see some acrobatic dancing exactly Please bring it <laughs> and then so and this song's a ballad too so it was a very beautifully done it was like like just the break dancer and with one spotlight and a black and the rest of it was dark it was it was beautiful i will give them that so the break dancer gets introduced and then after that it um it cuts to like behind the stage or like underneath or something and it's these four women who are look nothing like what's on stage like some of them are bigger some of them are just like not as like uh, perfect looking yeah. yeah yeah and so um but the the their vocals like you you when you hear them you're like they obviously like deserve that record deal right. you know and then at the video ends and then they're standing outside like greeting people like thank you for coming and no one is paying attention to them even the singer like oh, one of the wow. singers like came out and like cut through them and just like was like whatever like you're nothing yeah. and then their whole thing and they're called big mama but their whole thing is that like you know don't judge us for like like mm-hmm. we have the talent right so like that started becoming and obviously i don't think um, on a, a big scale of things i don't i think they're still performing but like i don't think they, they like won out the industry they didn't change the industry <laughs> um but it was nice to see the attempts there yes and all and that's i mean the thing and that's the that's the journey right is that yeah. we keep reminding we have to remind everyone that women are people and people are people yeah. and you know whatever you know black people are people asians are people <laughs> and not just white men are people it's a good we should all remember and i know it's a, like it's a it's a slow it's a slow burn it really is and it's it's slower in it's it's, it's slower so in other countries it really is like in korea they also like they just had the biggest women's protest um because there's like a thing where there's a lot of hidden cameras around and there's like not laws to protect that. So like in bathrooms. And yeah. Just gross. And it's just really gross. And then there was another scandal with like K-pop, this K-pop group um, or a couple of them, I think some band members, there's a group of guys, there was like a, a, a secret like group chat with them and somehow that got released, but they were like openly admitting to like date raping yeah. people and they were laughing about it. Right. It's a very patriotical society, you know? So Well, and it, I mean, and the, I remember I was in Australia in 2005 and there was one of the footy teams, one of the uh, um, Australian rules football mm-hmm. um, teams was accused of gang raping this oh. woman. And they had just done it as a team. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Not not cool. As as a team. Wow. Well, a little team building exercise. <laughs> We're going to hurt this woman. Oh, my God. All 11 of us. How was that? 
How wow. is that okay? Yeah. Especially yeah. like, I mean, it's just kind of wild. That means there was like 11 guys that like got together and was like, no one thought no one thought that was not a good idea and or no one had the guts to That's say true. what a terrible idea yeah it's, uh, i was i was in i think i was in san francisco at it was at a noodle shop and there was four what clearly were like um either mainland chinese or um hong kong guys mm-hmm. right or just maybe singapore yeah. i don't know whatever but they were chinese businessmen yeah and i couldn't understand what they were saying but i understood the roles of each of those four <laughs> men much like that picture of the band there was the guy who was clearly the boss because the other three would occasionally laugh at things uh that you could tell were not funny <laughs> i'm so so jealous you witnessed this <laughs> oh my god what was fun? the only reason i noticed it was because there was one guy who um who laughed uncomfortably at a couple of things the guy said, and one guy who refused to laugh, who just sort of smiled and was like, and shook his head. He was like, "Mm, nope. Oh, and but he was but he could he didn't have it in him to tell the guy that whatever he said wasn't funny, but he was like, fuck, what are you doing? You know, leave. He must have he must have been like at the same level, or yeah, yeah, must have either been at the same level or like like cool enough. Or literally gave zero fucks. I was gonna like say one I, of those, like because it's it's very hard to stand up in that kind of situation. Oh yeah, and especially like in a, a cult and culturally too. Like I I don't see that really. Like Americans are like we're it's you're rewarded for like standing up for yourself sometimes right, the, sometimes. Well, <laughs> and it's I mean and it's a and it's been a slow process here, yeah. but but compared to uh, other countries, it feels like a rocket ship, right? That's yeah. I mean where. 150 years ago, women in America were like, we just want to wander around a little bit mm-hmm. by our, just some part of our day to ourselves. And genuinely, 75% of the men were like, well, we don't want to have to watch you all the fucking time either. <laughs> and try not to get killed. Uh, do you want to meet later? Yes, we totally want to meet later. And so we had to figure out, just like men have had to do for 10,000 years, yeah. how not to be killed by bad men <laughs> or bad, you know, but just by, because evil people kill people yeah including other men mm-hmm. and other men get attacked all the time by bad men yeah <laughs> so exactly. right so but i mean and so the the but it feels faster here but like i was in andy and i went on this uh tour 18 days it was uh like nine days in eh, it's probably seven or eight whatever it was like Several uh, a weekish in Vietnam, mm-hmm. a weekish in Cambodia, and then a couple of days in Thailand, and then we flew out of Bangkok. Mm-hmm. So, but the Vietnam guy, the tour guide from Vietnam, was hilariously smart and interesting, and he was like, "This might be a little dark. Uh, do you guys want to hear uh, the three main reasons why women get kidnapped?" <laughs> in- I. L- <laughs> I just and, love how I feel like it's just Asian like culture. We're just naturally darker because to me that's hilarious. It is. <laughs> it was well, and the thing is, is most of the tour because we were on like an yeah. old people tour, but it wasn't that old. It was some of the people in their thirties, <laughs> um, but it was like it was one of those tours where they brought you places because uh-huh. I don't speak Vietnamese. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm going on a tour. Yeah, I need someone to tell me how to what what where shit is, and uh, I just need some coffee and possibly a banh mi. The guy made fun of us wanting banh mi. 
Oh. He was like, you want a 75 cent street sandwich? That's, yeah, it's I've been so bringing good. you to people's homes. <laughs> and uh, we're like, we love the homes. The food is amazing. We also would like a 75 cent street sandwich. And because uh, <laughs> your people have brought street sandwiches and they've made them delicious. And He's then like, also way overpriced. So we don't know the difference. <laughs> we don't know the difference, even though they're four dollars over at Lee's. Yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, he's like, they could be 75 cents. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it was it was interesting because he was he knew that it was horrible. Yeah. Right. But he he told it from this very interesting perspective. He is originally from outside of Hanoi. He's uh, okay. from North Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And he was and there were many women. Uh, it was mostly Australian and um New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Oh, and some British and then some American. And so, but uh, he was saying, so there's a lot of women who are being kidnapped uh, by the Chinese right now uh, because they don't have enough women of a certain age. And, um, and he said, and this has been incredibly embarrassing to the men of Vietnam. It's been so painful. For the men of Vietnam, the men of Vietnam are are really devastated, and all of the women just started looking at each other. And my friend DJ, who was on this trip with us, she said, "Wasn't that great for the women of Vietnam either?" I don't know if you understand uh, who's the real victim here, but it's uh, essentially women are being stolen from small towns in the night uh, like young women uh, from these tiny villages the other thing that's happening is women who go to college in in Vietnam uh, their boyfriends will sell them after graduation yeah that doesn't surprise me and uh, it's horrible (laughs) and then the other thing is older women are being uh, like middle aged you know uh, middle aged being not super young right like sort of not not everyone above 22 right mm-hmm, yeah those people are being sold by their husbands uh because they want new new ones yeah. or something oh, oh yeah, yeah that makes sense i yeah. can see that being a thing <clears throat> and uh so i don't know if you know this but it's been real hard on the men of vietnam <laughs> to have to deal with this that's that's my favorite and that, that, that just makes me that it's just it's a hilarious but it's also like it's so horrifying and then the, that's what i love about stand-up comics is usually like we can laugh about like that it's terrible right but like yeah that's i mean that's hilarious but then also like a lot of people i'm sure like if you're not really like thinking in that mindset you're just like oh my god like also like why are they laughing like what is wrong with them <laughs> right it's like and and you know that it's not funny, but you know also that you're like, well, we have to fucking fix it. And until then, if we don't laugh, we're going to murder oh, everyone. That's very true. And so, but the, so I want to know before we leave, because okay. it is, we're almost at an hour. Oh no. I know it. How, How crazy that- is that? <laughs> right? What is the black noodle thing called? Oh, Jaja Man. How do you spell it? Oh gosh. Uh, J-J-A-N-G-M-Y-E-U-N? Something like that, uh, yeah, something and, like that. And it's just what? What is it? It's is, it's is it black. Uh, it's actually. A, I honestly don't know. I think it's a black bean okay. sauce, but it's it's originally Chinese. So uh, China and like Japan like took over Korea. Well, China early, and then Japan like later. Did, later, Viet- so there wasn't World War Two. Yeah, there yeah. wasn't like too much, but the, like a lot of influence. Like Koreans um, in elementary school, like through schooling, they spent a good chunk learning Chinese. Yeah, so that's just like a curriculum. English and Chinese are just standard are just curriculum. In it. Yeah, okay. and I think that's because of like them coming over. So a lot of the food, like, um, is, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of influence. So you think it's a Chinese dish? I, it's originally a Chinese j- dish, but and, it's popular in Korea. And is and it's and it's not a soup. 
It's a it's a dry noodle. It's a dry it's, noodle. It's a noodle and sauce. Yeah, it's a thing. noodle and sauce. Okay, uh, because my favorite thing is this spicy beef soup. Uh, uh, Which Jukai uh, Jang? Oh, you got Jukai uh, Jang. Okay, Jukai yeah. Jang. And um, it's my favorite because uh, it will cure uh, yes anything, and I even lo- if you aren't oh. sick, uh, <laughs> it will prevent you from being sick. It, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's the spices are and uh, Koreans uh, were very proud because when SARS was a thing, uh, it was. If I don't think any either no Koreans got it or very very few Koreans got it. <laughs> Lucky Koreans, <laughs> we're, we didn't get the weird virus. <laughs> we're kind of like the we're best. Um, <laughs> we're the best. We're immune to your weird virus. And Did, it's uh, supposedly because like uh, we eat kimchi is in our diet, and that right. has a lot of garlic and a lot of things that is Does good kimchi for have garlic. Um, it should. I freaking love kimchi. Yeah, it should. But I don't have love garlic. it as much as my sister, who literally has been like, when are we going to Korea? <laughs> and uh, she turned me on to Korean food. Oh, and so, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, if you ever um, go to Korea, let me know. I'll have my, my cousins meet up with you. I, all my family's over there. Maybe I can get some there. work done. <laughs> I got you. I got you, Jackie. But you're like, beautiful just the way you what's are. What's with your neck? And it's like, well, if you could do something, but anyway. So um, I've thought about plastic surgery just because um, I don't want to do it the hard way. So, and the aging process feels inexorable. But uh, I'm also uh, don't want to, uh, I, I don't want to appear vain. Which is the vainest thing possible. I was going to say. You know who's that's hardest on? The men of Vietnam. That's, a, that's, a, how is it? If you learned anything from today, anything from 90s to early 2000s K pop, it's that really the men of Vietnam are the true victims of, their, of the women of Vietnam being stolen. Uh, wellhongd.com in Santa Ana, if people are down there, peeps and treats, and it's at wellhong, uh, W E L L H O N G D, as in Diana, right? Yes. Diana Hong, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you have listened to The Dork Forest. Uh, thank you so much for being on The Dork Forest. Thank you for having me. It's so much fun. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?